to the Oklahoma Math Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the OK Math Podcast. I'm Levi Patrick, and I am really happy to bring to you guys something that I think is pretty exciting this week. So uh, let's see. Right now, as I'm recording, it is Tuesday, which means today is the very beginning of Oklahoma's new summer conference, Engage OK. And uh, it kicks off today at noon with the Oklahoma State Department of Education Ed Camp, and that goes from noon to around five o'clock at the Cox Convention Center. And so I'll be over there, and I'm hopefully going to interview a couple folks there as well. And uh, something else really interesting happened uh, last night. There was a message that was released to the entire public that says that the new drafts of the Oklahoma Academic Standards for Mathematics and for ELA are both live. And if you're looking around on the internet and you want to check those things out, of course, an easy way to access them is by following me at uh, underscore Levi underscore on Twitter or by using the hashtag OKMath. You may also be one of the 2,400 teachers on the OKMath Facebook group. Just search hashtag OKMath inside of Facebook. You can ask to join the group and somebody in there will approve you, uh, supposing you're a math teacher. And um, basically, this this email went out, and and it says that the standards are live. You can download the full set of standards, the vertical progressions of the standards. You can download the segmented standards. So if you only want to look at PK through first grade, or or excuse me, PK through second grade, or third through fifth, or middle school or high school, you can do that as well. You don't actually have to download the entire 164 page document. And there's also a survey, and um, so I'm going to click around and make sure that I get the address right. But if you go to sde.ok.gov forward slash new standards, and that's all one word, all lowercase, so sde, Sam Delta Echo, .ok.gov forward slash new standards, you'll find our webpage that tells you all of the good and juicy information about the standards. And uh, what you also will find there is a link to our survey, like I mentioned. So hold on, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, I love the slow internet. Uh, It's happening, I promise. It's very slowly loading. It's thinking about all sorts of interesting things right now. Here we go. And whenever you go to the mathematics survey link, uh, there's there's a... uh, a link that's about midway down the page that says July 2015 Mathematics Survey. And that will take you to surveymonkey.com forward slash R, uh, lowercase r as in Romeo, forward slash new OK Math Standards. And new is capitalized, OK is capitalized for Oklahoma, math is capitalized, and standards is capitalized. They're regular words, uh, new OK Math Standards. And that link takes you to a link uh, to a survey on SurveyMonkey, which basically allows you again to have access to download the various um, parts of the standard. So uh, it says the full vertical progressions. It has the full standards from pre-K to Algebra 2, which I mentioned before is 164 pages. Um, if you want to download that, by all means, go for it. But the um, it's segmented out. Uh, where pre-K through second grade is only 55 pages, third through fifth is 46, sixth through pre-algebra, 
uh, middle school levels, there's 51 pages in algebra and geometry and algebra two is 45 pages. And that seems like a lot, but you have to keep in mind that we've, we've really restructured the way we present the standards. If you want to look at everything pre-kindergarten through algebra two in one concise view, we have vertical progressions available and it's only 26 pages. So that's all downloadable. You, you share a little bit of information about yourself. Uh, none of it's required, but we would prefer to know who's taking the survey so you can tell us if you're a teacher, an administrator, higher ed faculty, a community or organization member, um, a business or industry professional, or an Oklahoma legislator. So if we happen to have some legislators, uh, you know, actually look and give feedback at this point, that would be fantastic. We also have a spot for you to optionally add your email address, which uh, will help us keep you updated. And then it basically lets you take whichever portion of the, the survey you want. You can do all portion. So primary, intermediate, middle level, or high school. But some people really only feel like they have an expertise in a certain uh, grade band. So we made that available to them. So I'm going to click on a middle level because I love middle school. It includes sixth grade, seventh grade, and pre-algebra. That's right. We called it pre-algebra, not eighth grade, um, which may have its own implications. Uh, it has a link to download. It says uh, it's a reminder, which which may sound silly when I say this, but there's a reminder at the top that says viewing the sixth grade through pre-algebra Oklahoma academic standards draft is essential to provide accurate feedback. This is important because we got some really funny responses on our previous survey about the past standards where people would make um, suggestions that we had copied Common Core. I mentioned this when I was talking to Josh um, in, a, in, I think, episode number nine that we, we shared. Uh so people were you know, basically suggesting that we had copied Common Core, but but in fact, we had not done anything. Those were our past standards from 2006, 2007, and 2009, so clearly before Common Core. So we wanted to make sure that people knew, please do download the standards. Like, give it a critical, you know, fine-tooth overview. Um, you know, be, be constructive with the feedback, all this kind of stuff. And then we have a reminder that says this is not the final draft, and we want to make sure... Uh, that's important to say because um, in this time of the of the year, folks are planning professional development, uh, back to school events, things like this. We don't want schools going out and adjusting all of their instruction or curriculum or assessments based on this draft. This is um, we still have a long ways to go based on the feedback that we've received so far. Uh, we know we can make improvements. So uh, then then each strand gives you uh, excuse me each grade band gives you uh, about five to six five questions really. Um, what it's going to ask you is uh, whether or not each strand uh, inside of the standards is appropriate for the grade, and when it is met, will prepare students for the following grade. So it's really a question about appropriateness and preparedness. And throughout pre-kindergarten through uh, eighth grade, there's a relative, there's a, a consistent number of strands. We have four strands that are number and operations, algebraic reasoning and algebra. Geometry and measurement, and data and probability, and it just simply says: Are these appropriate for the grade level? And when met, are they are they preparing the student for the following grade? And it asks uh, to respond via a Likert scale that has strongly agree, agree, disagree, and strongly disagree. Then there are comment and recommendation boxes for each strand. So that means if you look at the pre-kindergarten, well, we're looking at middle school now. If I look at the middle school standards for the strand number and operations, then all of my feedback for number and operations would go into this one comment box for those three grade levels. 
At the end of the uh, survey, there's a little spot that says, you know, thank you for taking the survey. Do you want to take another survey? If you hit no, I'm finished, it's going to take you to a new page, which I'll tell you about. And then also, also, like I mentioned before, you can go back to other segments of the survey. So here we were in middle school. So I have three options. I can go back to primary. I can go down to intermediate or I can go up to high school. So I'm going to click no, I'm finished just to kind of take us there and, and show you what that looks like, or at least tell you what it looks like. Uh, Everybody has been asked uh, asked to uh, provide feedback on the new mathematical actions and processes. So these are basically the um, the new um, math process standards. So we've we've kind of expanded what they are because they include a little bit different idea in here. So there are seven of them, and they are develop a deep and flexible conceptual understanding, develop accurate and appropriate procedural fluency develop strategies for problem solving, develop mathematical reasoning, develop a productive mathematical disposition, develop the ability to make conjectures, model, and generalize, and finally develop the ability to to communicate mathematically. And actually, I just noticed a spelling mistake, so I'm going to go fix that because right now it says develop the ability to communicate mathematically, which is, uh, of course, the kind of a mistake that a math guy would make. Um, I promise everybody I know how to conjugate words. Uh, so anyway, so there are some com- you know spaces for comments and recommendations for each of those. The survey progresses to some really overarching questions that we really hope that everybody will give a lot of time and, and consideration for. So um, the first one at the very end of the survey says, uh, please provide input on the strength of the standards in respect to their grade-to-grade alignment. In other words, when a standard appears in a certain grade level, do you believe the standards of the previous grade level would indicate that the student will be prepared for success. This is what, throughout this entire process, has been one of our top priorities. We have been very, very concerned that we have a strong vertical alignment that would allow us to uh, ensure that from grade to grade the students are successful if they in fact have mastered um, what, what preceded them, whatever the grade level standards were that preceded the new grade level. So that's a big concern of ours, so we'd love to hear some feedback on that. We also asked to, um, for folks to provide input on the strength of the standards in respect to their reflection of the mathematical actions and processes you value. So the very, remember, the very last kind of page that we talked about was the mathematical actions and processes. The question is, do you see that reflected in the standards? And um, you know that, that's going to take some time probably for folks to think about, uh, but again, we love to hear... Um, your thoughts on that. Um, so uh, let's see, I'm making my correction as well as we speak because I said develop the ability to communicate mathematically. All right, that was a that was a, uh, a clutch clutch move right there. There we go. Okay, that's fixed. Um, so, and then I think the final question here, which I, I'd love for people to take some time with, if you have any additional comments or recommendations, please type them in the box below. How open is that? So we really are asking that people will take some time and, and and think about what kinds of ways they can recommend that we improve these standards. And of course, we want people to also just say what they like about them. It's it's hard sometimes in this type of feedback to just share what you like about something. But when the writing team and the, and the folks that are helping us with this go back, it's nice to know what people want us to keep as well. So don't just say what you don't like. Uh, help us understand what you do like about the standards, and that'll be really important. Uh, so I think that's, you know, that's the gist of the survey. We, we hope that everybody will take time to do that. And I, and I have a challenge. I shared this challenge at the 
uh, steering committee uh, meeting last week, which I'll post a link to those, um, you know, to the, to the audio recording of that um, session in this uh, in the post for this podcast. But I, I shared kind of this hope that I have that every single school district, every teacher in every school district would would come together to review these standards. Uh, with Common Core, there were, and, and I've been a part of, of the State Department for two and a half years. I worked at the, the University of Oklahoma uh, for a number of years before that, and we were a part of training people on Common Core, and what we found is a lot of people said, these aren't our standards. We didn't have input. And, uh, you know, I think uh, that was that was the thing that really, really made me uh, hopeful for these standards, is, is before... People felt like they didn't have input. Now we have so many opportunities for input. And so I'm hopeful that each and every teacher, each and every school district would gather their math teachers. These are the experts in our classrooms that we want to hear from. And those math teachers would come together and critically analyze these standards, these draft standards, and submit their feedback. I don't think that's too much to ask. We have approximately 20,000 math teachers in Oklahoma. That, that includes elementary teachers who are teaching some form of mathematics. 20,000 math teachers, and my goal is that we receive 2,000 uh, comments from math teachers in the state. That's only 10% of teachers, and I, I think that's a really, I, I, it sounds really low to me, but I know that if we actually got that many, that we would have some, uh, some amazing input from folks. Lots of ideas that maybe the writing team wouldn't have identified because we've been deep into the process so far. We need that input. And that's the challenge. So let's get 2,000 responses. If you're a if you're a math teacher, and you don't have a department chair who's going to get that organized, or if you don't have a math curriculum coordinator that's going to set a day aside, this is your chance to step up to the plate, set up a meeting, get all your math teachers there, and print these puppies off and give some really good feedback. And let me just say one thing about the feedback that we really need. When you get feedback, the most important type of feedback is actionable feedback. So, for example. If you read a standard and you say, I'm not sure what this standard means, and you write a comment, this standard is unclear, or, or what does this standard mean? Those types of stand, those types of comments, excuse me, are really incredibly difficult to respond to. They give us an idea of what some of the miscommunications are, and maybe we can work on improving it. But if the feedback instead says, for this standard, I believe the following uh you know, recrafting of the standard is clearer or more well-defined or, you know, whatever that may be. And you give actually, you actually provide a, a statement of what, what it, the corrected version is. That is something that we can, we can easily act on. So if you want your feedback to directly influence, and I, not that all of it wouldn't influence, but I'm talking, if you want it to be uh, something that we can really use, then please make it actionable. So, so uh, we are excited about the feedback. We've already, uh, we mentioned this last week, we already had, um, you know, about 40 math teachers come in and do a little, a little kind of pre-review of this uh, draft. And that was last week. And you can read, or you can hear all about that on episode number 10. But um, even though they gave us great input, we still want more. So keep it coming. And I think that's going to be really exciting. So, uh, so let's see, I'm going to, get this this uh, podcast published today again it's tuesday we have the ed camp today but then tomorrow is wednesday and that is the very first day of actual sessions at 
the uh, Engage OK conference. And if you're on Facebook, you should certainly check out um, what I've shared recently. Actually, I sent this out with a listserv as well. So if you're not on the listserv, you may have missed this. But I shared out a kind of a cheat sheet for the math sessions that are happening at Engage OK. So we have EdCamp today. Oh, we have the town hall tonight, which is open to the public. And that's where we'll be sharing a lot of what I just talked about, but more about the process and how we came to that point. Wednesday, let's see, we have one, two, three, four, basically four sessions that are focused on mathematics on Wednesday. These are really oriented primarily to administrators, lead teachers, and department chairs, but we would love to have anybody there. Every Each and every math teacher we'd love to have. So there are a couple of sessions about the math standards, of course. And then we have a 90-minute session on effective instructional leadership for mathematics, which I really think is going to be a fun session. Um, we're going to look at the, uh, the principles to actions, effective teaching uh, practices. And if you don't know about principles to actions, I'll talk all about it there, but they um, created the eight mathematics teaching practices, which were, by the way, promoted by OCTM, the Oklahoma Council of Teachers of Mathematics, last year as a key... Um, kind of focal point for math teachers in, in, in uh, Oklahoma. So these math teaching practices include established mathematics goals to focus learning, implement tasks that promote reasoning and problem solving, use and connect mathematical representations, and so on. I'll provide a link to a, a really nice little PowerPoint that I have on that in the, uh, in, this, in the notes for this podcast as well. But I think that's going to be a fun session. It's mainly about uh, what principals are doing to make sure that they're supporting their teachers in, in these kinds of ways. What kind of feedback are they giving? Because uh, we know that feedback actually is is one of the very most critical components of instructional leadership for mathematics. And then in the afternoon on Wednesday, we'll we'll kind of call it a day with the, with a session called Building a Strong School-Wide Math Program. And this this part of it is not not just um, kind of what are the what are the you know, kind of curricula or the courses that a school offers. And, and it's not just about all of this, but it's about how do you have teachers in your school district or in your school, um, school who are supported in all of the appropriate ways by their leaders to um, ensure success for all their students. And that uh, research comes out of the National Council of Supervisors of Mathematics. They did a wonderful book called It's Time, which is uh, the themes and imperatives for mathematics education. So it's built off of that. I did a survey of around 200 math teachers in Oklahoma, and I'll be sharing some of those results in that session. And, and for some reason, whenever I talk about surveys and sharing results, that doesn't sound very exciting, but I promise it is. It's, I think it's a really interesting session. And then, so let's move to Thursday. Thursday morning kicks off at 8 a.m. with the math department chair meeting. And uh, clearly it's for math department chairs, but also anybody who is... Uh, in that role as a, as a matter of um, default or otherwise, if you have any kind of leadership responsibilities or, um, or maybe you're just an isolated teacher or, you know, kind of all by yourself, this is a meeting for you. We'll just have a, it's a kind of a meet and greet and it's a conversation about how we can set up some goals for the next year uh, so we can kind of learn, to learn and grow together. Uh, Let's see. So in 10, at ten forty-five, we kind of we have a couple opportunities for you. We have a, a, a forty-five minute session for PK through five teachers called "Growing Young Mathematicians." That'll be by Robin Glensman, who you may know out of Edmond. She's wonderful. Uh, and then I'll be doing a small session on the new Oklahoma Academic Standards, which, um, although we've presented them a number of times before this session, 
I'll be talking particularly about the mathematical actions and practices. So that I'm kind of excited about that. At one o'clock, uh, elementary teachers again have an opportunity for a good session called the subtraction story. Secondary teachers, I'll be doing a session called Eliciting Evidence of Student Thinking in the Math Classroom. It's one that I've done a couple times, so uh, I think a few teachers from Moore have been able to see it, and I, I think I did it in uh, at Union, uh, in Union Public Schools in Tulsa. And uh, but it's a wonderful session. It's a 90-minute double block session, and so we'll we'll get into a lot of ideas about how do we elicit evidence of student thinking. And let's see, then there's a, another elementary session called Once Upon a Fraction, Part 1, that goes on to 3.45 uh, with Part 2. And for me, the day wraps up at 3 p.m., and this is a really fun session, that I, at least that I'm, I'm expecting it to be amazing. Um, it's called Ignite, and if you don't know about Ignite, it is just a really fast-paced session where uh, we'll have four guest speakers from around Oklahoma, math teachers, and they'll be kind of sharing some of the exciting things that are going on in their world. And they only get a, they get a kind of a restricted way of doing this. They get uh, 20 slides, and the slides auto-advance every 15 seconds. And uh, they have to kind of keep up with those slides and get people excited. And it's fast-paced. It's fun. And those will, those will happen, and we'll have plenty of time for discussion and just, you know, just those kinds of things, just getting people excited for the, for the fall. So that's kind of a summary of what's happening at Engage OK over the next couple of days. I hope to see you there. And uh, if I don't, I'll, I'll, I'm sure that uh, we'll have some opportunities in the future to see each other. And speaking of, uh, if, if you don't make it, here's one other kind of plug. Most people in Oklahoma, most math teachers, or at least this is my hope, already know about OKMathTeachers.com. If you don't know about OKMathTeachers.com, you got to find it out. Uh, you got to find out about it. It's super easy to go to. On the right-hand side of okmathteachers.com, there's a little button, a little little image that says OK Math PD Calendar. And the OK Math PD Calendar is a, um, a social calendar of professional development events, and this is a co-created calendar. That means that anybody who goes to the PD Calendar on this page can easily add events to this calendar. There are seven steps that, I mean, make it abundantly clear how to do it. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it doesn't work well if you use Outlook. So I use, you know, Gmail, my Gmail calendar to send events to this. But if you're looking for a PD, this is the place to go. So check it out. Go to okmathteachers.com. Click on the OK Math PD calendar and you'll find all about it there. All right, everybody. Uh, it's nice chatting with you. Uh, I hope that uh, you got some good ideas about what's going on with the standards. Make sure that you complete that survey and hopefully I'll see you at Engage OK. Maybe I'll get a chance to interview you if you'll let me. So... Uh, all right. Have a good one. Uh, keep doing great things out there, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You're listening to the Oklahoma Math Podcast.